Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, and some other stuff. I was Cruella. The title. Oh, yeah, that one. I was trying to remember the, remember the subtitle for The Conjuring. I'm like, it's comics. really long. And comics, too. We're, we're talking about some comics. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's up, y'all? It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Ron, did you say Gold Key? <laughs> No, Loki. No, Loki. Loki. Like, we talk about Loki. gold key comics? Like, we don't do that on here. I wasn't prepared for that. Unless one coming out. Nah. And it's not. Oh, we don't I got her. the list. I got the list ready. Oh, you got the list? You want me to get the list right now? No. Gold key's over. No, okay. dude, like, that, that like happens, bad idea. That happens during this section because we want to make sure we never forget our pickle <laughs> of the week. <laughs> Literally left you out there. That was there. a good one. That was a really good one. That was that was really left you hanging. You know, no, that was the best one. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that in. I'm gonna leave it that way. That's good. That was real good. Uh, my pickle of the week is another RPG book. Last week I picked Delta Green Black Sites. This week I'm picking Chronicles of Darkness: Murder The Hobo. Contagion oh. Chronicles. Um, this is a Chronicles of Darkness, which is uh, like Vampire the Masquerade and all that stuff, but a new like the the newer updated ones. Uh, and the Contagion Chronicle is a pre-written supplement uh, adventure um, for the first time ever um, having all the game lines work together. So you can have a group of vampires, werewolves, fairies, ghosts, mummies, all of it working together to stop this global threat. Uh, so available at a fine Bedrock City location near you. Uh, my pickle of the week is Birthright 50. It is the last issue of Birthright. 50 issues of Birthright. Birthright. Wow. It's pretty crazy. Uh, so come come pick up the last issue if you've been reading it this far. And the first issues. I might graphic novel the format. graphic novels. Go get those. Come My pickle... Birthright. Yeah, start Birthright. My pickle is DC Pride number one. Ooh. Um, specifically the Jen Bartel cover, not the regular Jim Lee cover. Wow. Wait, is that Jim Lee? Yeah, it was Jim Lee. Um... It has lots of, uh, it's like a little vignettes or little stories of, you know, different queer characters and the first appearance of, can't remember her name. She's from Supergirl. I'm drawing a blank. Dreamer from Supergirl. And yeah, a bunch of good stories. I don't really like corporate pride. I think it's stupid, but like sometimes there's good things from it. And then, and it's this one. But Dylan, how will I know it's Pride Month unless Taco Bell emails me? about their pride deals i okay hear me out i like corporate <laughs> i agree no no I'm i like like, it's, I like it's, corporate pride when it's right. something stupid like chipotle's said it has like a little like they had little pins and it says i like burritos in one side <laughs> and then i like tacos on the other side that's pretty good and i was like that's good i like that i appreciate that i appreciate that anyway uh that's my pickle <laughs> all right um, this is the part of the show where we would like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people to find the show. It will also help us achieve our 2021 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review, so do us a favor and go do it. But before we go any further, Ronald, Ronald... I'm doing the list. I'm doing the listicles. So we, got the one, we got the one watch. We got the one, the one read. The, hmm. We got that. the one to be the all. O N E. 
wonder. We have we have some books uh, that's coming out this week that are all number ones. Uh, I will go down that list right now. It's a uh, Secret Land number one, uh, DC Pride number one, Dylan. Uh, it's the one shot. Uh, Six Psychics of Trigger Keaton number one, uh, Heroes Reborn Night Gwyn <laughs> the one shot. Uh, Heroes Reborn Squadron Supreme uh, Squadron Savage. Sorry, that's a one shot. Wow. Uh, Web of Spider Man, uh, Bunny Mask. Cherry Blackbird and Freak Snow. Freak Snow. I don't think we got that one. You did. I saw. We did. I looked. Yes. No. Y'all got Cherry Blackbird. We got. We got. Yeah. We got Cherry Blackbird. I know we did. We did not get Freak Snow. Cherry Blackbird. There you go. That's polybagged. Yes, it is. Ooh. Polybagged. Mm -hmm. There's something in a propo inside. Yeah. It says 18. It says 18 plus on the on. That's a hot book. Freak Snow's hot. Web of Spider Man's hot. Go get those. Night Gwen. No, she's not hot. Yeah. Okay, y'all sleep on it like you did Spider-Gwen. You are right, wow. Dylan. Go ahead. Not y'all. The Get universal, y'all. I mean, I slept on it. Too. That's okay. But anyway, let's talk about our events. Let's talk about these events. So this Friday, the 11th, Keyforge is back in person. We doing it at Sugarland. Come through. See me. Come say what's up to Eddie. You know, uh, Eddie's going to be there taking over for me eventually. Um, so, you know, that's going to be a good, good time. I think, I think Acer said he's coming through. Ooh, AC? Nice. Yeah. So Acer's going to come through, uh, come learn to play Keyforge. I'm going to be over there around five. If you need a uh, refresher of how to play, it's been a while for some of you. So, uh, we got to make a request, coming. Michael. Yes. Yes, you can. I want, uh, there's like some people that I want to invite over to play Munchkin because they're like, oh, you've played. You can teach us. But I completely forgot. So I need you to do some kind of Munchkin night so I can relearn how to play. Ron apparently doesn't remember either. I asked him. How do you not remember how to play Munchkin? It's so easy. I don't know. There's trap cards? Yeah. <laughs> That's like, all I cards. remember. Trap Dude, cards. So, there's not really trap cards. So keep an eye out for an the announcement last time we for played Munchkin was like night. year two of like the, the solid crew at Bedrock. You know what I'm saying? The last time we played was at Taco Bell. a hot minute. Right? It was like no, five years no ago. Way. Yeah, there's no way. We play that. Anyway, sorry, continue. Um, yeah, so we got Keyforge this Friday uh, and next Friday. Both events are going to be Dark Tidings Sealed. That is the the new Keyforge set, and I'm going to be going uh, dummy, if you will, on the uh, on the prizing. Everybody's dummy. getting something. Everybody getting something. Dummy thick. If we get more than twelve, here I'm going to give away a display box of Dark Tidings. A display box. That's right. Just the box. You know what you yeah, should just, do? You, just, Dylan, you should give the, out like you, gotta ruin you should. It. You should like offer that you're giving out Pokemon cards, like Pokemon packs. Like, All right, <laughs> come play Keyboard. Just to give people, you have to give people to play Keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, on the nineteenth, we're gonna have um, our paint night, and that's still gonna be Ooh. a Discord for this month. But I think in July that is gonna become in person. Ooh. Ooh, I'm gonna be there. That's right. No, no you're not. not. Yes, I am. You mark my you, words. You didn't come to Remember the this. virtual ones at your house. That's too much. I mean, yeah, go right. to it, but also I want to do the in-person one. Okay. I mean, it's gonna be fun. Everyone needs to like witness in person my artistry. You know, I feel oh, like it wouldn't wow. translate okay. to Zoom. Wow. So interesting. But then again, I don't want to make everyone else feel bad about what they did. We'll see. Um, I have a couple events as well. Uh, this Wednesday, I have a wait for it. Can you guess, Ron? What is it? It's a live sale. Oh, that's correct. Um, 
I have there's lots of key issues, lots of Marvel Bronze Age. There's an X Men 101. Um, there's a first Gambit. There's a first Electra. First a CG Seed. First Carnage. Uh, Ooh. So lots of good high dollar first Riddler high dollar books. And then um, there's again a ton of good bundles this week. Um, so if graded comics and bundles or like Bronze Age key issues are your thing, tonight's the night for you. And then just announced today, we have a our first big signing coming up in a long time what? with exclusive what? cover and everything what? wait i take the fact that's not true but we do have a signing coming up um with frank cho which we've already talked about on here right so it's not not news to y'all but it's news to everyone else but y'all get the exclusives so y'all already know but um it's going to be july 31st 1 to 4 p.m at the galleria area store we have three exclusive covers for his comic fight girls number one which is from AWA Studios, and it is about some ladies on an island with dinosaurs and wildcats and stuff fighting for supremacy. I'm not sure what the exact plot <laughs> is, but um, it's Frank Cho drawing women fighting, so it's like, you know, you know what you're getting that's a, there. Yeah, that, that's exactly, you know, yeah. Think like oh. Jungle Girl or, you know, like that kind of stuff. Um, but he did like a really nice painted cover for us, which is one of his first painted comic covers ever. Um, nice. and it is an homage to Frank Frazetta's Cat Girl, which is also on a creepy magazine comic. Um, so we're gonna have a regular trade dress version, and then one with like the creepy magazine classic trade dress, and then a virgin version. And they get increasingly more rare. There's um 600 of the regular one, 300 of the creepy trade dress one, and then 100 virgins. So. Word. Oh. Super dope. Come to the signing for a hundred virgins, and then um, <laughs> that's it. I think I that's that all I have. Um, I wish we had a soundboard. That'd be a good little clap, little applause. <laughs> we did that one time. But you remember for that Oscars episode we did. where we had? Uh... We did. That's too much work, though. That was a lot of work. I tried it on the live show too once, and I was like, I can't keep up with this. It needs to be a separate person. That's that's their sole job. You know. I mean that that's how it works on Howard Stern. That's what Fred does. He just sits there and runs the soundboard, and I'm right here. We don't have the budget. No, that we, Howard Stern has. Y'all yeah, don't have to right. pay me nothing. That's not true. I need double. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. Wow, okay. <laughs> but check out our socials for details on that. You can set a reminder on Instagram or Facebook, and you can see the cover, too, because it hasn't been revealed now, but I think by the time this comes out, it will be revealed. Also, the Black Widow screening. I've already talked about it. It's on July 8th, opening night. Uh, if you're vaccinated, you can get free tickets, and we'll give the date for that soon. That's it. So before we get to the, uh, the things that we all for sure watched, Dylan, what did you watch this week? I finally finished Euphoria, the season one. Watched it with Ron. Nice. We sure did. Yeah, boy. Um, it was very cinematic, very extra. It was a music video, the last episode, basically the whole thing. Really? A little talking in between. Yeah, with interpretive dancing. Um, okay. But it was great. I, I uh, recommend it. I also fully caught up on Hacks on HBO, which I know Michael in particular would very much enjoy ron watched like part of one with me and he was happened to see like no oh, that, no, was, that was in the middle he happened to see like a very dark moment but it is a comedy um it's very funny michael would like it and it i watched yeah i like gene smart a lot um, I, I love gene smart she's great um and then this weekend or on i don't know earlier uh natalie came over and ron watched with us uh jennifer's body yeah, dude. It was their first time. Well, it wasn't Ron's first time. Ron's no, first time in a long time. time, but 
her first time watching it. It still holds up. That movie's um, wild. I forgot we learned so much was. lingo from that movie uh, that we can't say. Right. Yeah, here. definitely. No, no. Mm-mm. But it's just, it's so good. Like, it's a perfect film, in my opinion. We talked about it a week ago or two weeks ago? Or? Yeah, we talked about it two weeks ago. I think I was planning on reason. watching it. But, like, yeah. this was, then we watched it. Um, I, well, I, I, yeah. I only watched The Conjuring. That's worth, I mean, not counting wrestling. That's all I watched this week. It's a very busy week. Ron? What about you? Um, other than the two we're talking about today, I watched uh, Cruella. <gasps> y'all talked about it last week. Uh, if you it liked good. it, you okay. Yeah, I was no, gonna say, I if you didn't good. like it, don't say anything. No, 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 I thought it was really good. It's uh, she she killed it. I think uh, who's the who's the main lady? I I don't know her name. The main Emma Thompson. Well, no, no, sorry. The her mother. Spoilers. Emma Thompson. Uh, is it Emma Thompson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were great. They're both great. They're fantastic. I know she was so good. Um, and her her two brothers, quote unquote, were really good. Mm-hmm. Their movie was awesome. Was it was it what you were expecting, or was it not what you were expecting? No, I didn't really. I don't remember most of the trailers at all, so I wasn't really expecting anything. Okay, uh, but yeah, it was it was. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Were there any children there when you watched? No, it was just me and Haley. We watched it okay. like at. 10 o'clock or whatever. I want to hear from some kid who's seen this because I'm convinced no kid would like this movie, even though it's marketed for kids. You know? Um, It just doesn't seem like something children would enjoy. What what age range are you doing kids at? I feel like like 13 might, but... Maybe. I feel like it's marketed with like the Disney remakes, like to those, like elementary, like including all those, you know? It's like... You think it is? I think it's marketed to be part of that, like Mulan and... Lion King and all Aladdin and all those. It just has it's a different like, energy about it, though. Because it's not even like close to like the One Hundred One Dalmatians. You know, it's just like something totally different. Yeah, that's why it's good. Because I don't want shot for shot remakes. Agreed. Agreed. Wow. I mean, like Mulan, like cool. That's the movie from the original, and then like Lion King is obviously the original. Like I don't know. I feel like Beauty and the Beast and this one are like on the same par. It's like. Probably like more for adults, at least young, younger. I mean, older teenagers or whatever. I agree with that. Nonetheless, I still I, I would it. like a number two. Sorry, sorry. I need to watch it. You ain't watched it, baby boy. Mm-mm. We're going to the movies to watch it to the theater. Oh yeah. Apparently, I already talked to Lori. We've made plans. <laughs> okay, she hadn't told me about it, but I'm, I'm I believe you. We discussed oh, inviting of, you, and we weren't sure about it. Uh, I think well, it's worth the thirty dollars. Wow! No, it's worth the theater watch. I look. If you don't want to go out, use the thirty. Yes, but oh, it does yeah. have impressive okay. visuals. So if you do want to go out, it's it looks People good. People have nice TVs. I said it's not the same, Ron. It is the same. Okay, well, if you think it's not the same, then it's worth the theater experience. But if you're a heathen, you can watch it at home. It's fine. This is coming from the man with a, a nice sound bar downstairs and a, and a bass speaker. What does that have to do with anything? I'm just saying, you are, you pretty much have a theater experience in your well, Because I like movie theaters, I have to have a terrible setup at home. I'm just saying. Wow. Anyway. 
<laughs> but a contentious fight. episode. Is it, yeah, it's, it's let's just fight. fight. Now the yeah. listeners have two recommendations for Corolla. Soon to they be three. Yes, they definitely watch. Okay, definitely a solid movie. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm actually certain that I will like it. It looks fantastic. There's no so. movies this week. Are there not? That is true. Yeah, I guess there's not nothing. But there could be. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Dude. <laughs> it was a good enough pause. Yeah. Right. Uh, that was great. So anyway, let's talk about The Conjuring 3, or is it, is it number 3? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like number 13 or whatever in, like the, in the Conjuring universe or, or whatever. Uh, but let's talk about The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. I, I was not like super looking forward to this movie, if I'm being completely honest. Why not? Because I don't... I'm really like just over the Warrens. Like, who, who did this to you? Who made you feel this way? The, the Warrens. Warrens. <laughs> oh, like I don't know. Like, oh, okay. We should good. also say um, spoilers Spoiler? for yeah. the Conjuring, um, and any previous Conjuring films. Um, they've been so the 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 Warrens, Ed, Ed and Lorraine Warren. For those that don't know, are real people that really exist, um, and they are. You know, they were real life paranormal investigators of dubious, you know, quality, you know, uh, or, you know, uh, uh, credentials, I guess you could say. But um, aren't all paranormal investigators? Well, yes. Well, naturally, of course. I mean, because it's all, you know, it's on whatever. Moving on. (laughs) 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 Um, I'm not going to go there. But um, so they are, I'm sure you know, in a lot of horror movies, like, based on real events or based on a true story is like a big credit to be able to like add either. to a movie. Now, the Warrens are the basis for a lot of those. Um, things that they have quote-unquote investigated, like the Amityville Horror, which has been debunked now. Multiple movies, A Haunting in Connecticut. Plenty of movies that aren't in the Conjuring universe are based on things that they investigated and are sort of like... A, well, those are good story. writers apparently so um but anyway i i also think these movies all kind of look the same like they're they yeah they look like insidious they do and insidious is good i've since i think since the release of this movie since the release of this third conjuring movie i swear up and down that i've seen all the conjurings apparently i don't think i have i think i've been thinking about insidious the whole time it's awful i think conjuring came before insidious like to point that out. Is, in, is Insidious the one with? Oh wait, the they both have Patrick. Is. They both have Patrick Wilson, so it's confusing. Yes, they do. No, he's the star okay. of both. Of us. You know, you know what's funny is that I wasn't thinking of either of those. I was thinking of Sinister, the one with Ethan Hawke. Bro, oh my god! All right. <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah Conjuring right. One came out in 2013. No, Insidious came out in 2010. I think Insidious is better than the. <gasps> Insidious. My bad. Is my bad. I disagree. But anyway, let's 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 get in here. So we went we went to go see the conjuring. Well, I watched it at home. Uh so did Ron, but Dylan went to go see I it. I also watched it at home, yeah. So what 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 was y'all's hype level for this? So I already said I'm I mean I'll see any horror movie. I'm that's my genre, but like I was not um super hyped. Go on. I was not excited at all. They marketed the crap out of this movie. Like, like it was, was it was it, every YouTube video 
like literally every commercial, every ad right before the YouTube uh, uh, video started, like it was heavy, heavy marketing. Uh, right. Yeah, I just it looked, you know, decent enough, but didn't really care at all. Probably because I'm thinking of Insidious all the time and not Conjuring. So got my got my universes mixed up, but you know, wasn't excited at all. Yeah. Well, I was. I'll flip the script. Um, as y'all know, I watched Annabelle, all three Annabelles, a couple weeks ago to prepare. I do know that. I do remember. They didn't. That. I'm so glad I did because Annabelle got a shout out in she this did. movie, and now I got like we got to make that connection. You I'll know? take it downstairs. I meet Annabelle. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I will say Annabelle three ties in to the to the Warrens in this. It's like you know. It's about it's the Warrens, but only at the beginning and the end of the movie. But it's their daughter. So if you're gonna watch one to prepare for Conjuring, I would say that's like Conjuring two point five. Is Annabelle comes home? Um, but is that what it's, that's not what it's called? Yeah, it's called Annabelle comes home. But oh. yeah, the Warrens bookend oh. the movie, so they're not really in it. But it's about their daughter. But it's good anyway. It's a fantastic movie. Um. I wasn't too hyped for this until it got close to it. And then I was like, I don't know. I can't. I'm not really hyped for anything except for Black Widow right now, to be honest. Right. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So uh, fair warning, full spoilers, as we said already. So um, I I got exactly out of this movie what I expected to get out of this movie. Uh, yeah. You know, it's a, it was fine. It <laughs> You feel real hype about this movie. Um, no, uh, no, I agree. It was it was just fine. <laughs> yeah, I it was it was all right. Um, I I thought that okay. So the end is super divisive. We'll get there. Um, uh, well, I think it's divisive anyway because some people think the end is really great. I've, I've been seeing that online, and I think the end is actually pretty stupid and hokey. Um, I really don't like the Instagram filter that this that all these Conjuring movies are made with. Um, I don't know. There's just I'm not here for the whole conjuring universe slander. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Most uh, critically acclaimed horror movies. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm not kidding. They are critically acclaimed. Yes. Okay. Let me. I'm not even looking that up. There's no way that's accurate. There's I love no this, way, dude. There's no way. Fight. fight give me. Fight. Give me the tomatoes. Fight. It's Conjuring like has 86 percent, and con- okay, Conjuring 2 is 80 percent. So okay. that's pretty good for a horror movie. You yes, have to admit. Is. Yeah. Annabelle comes home has 65, so we're going downhill a little bit. <laughs> and then Conjuring Devil Made Me Do It has 60. Mm. So it's a, a, it's a, a sleep <laughs> a steep decline. <laughs> but, but that is that is you know actually mixed reviews, right? You know, yeah, like, it got twenty. It has mixed reviews, but eighty six is about as good as it gets for a horror movie. Uh, yeah, aside from like you know your um, mega hits, you know, Exorcist and Silence of the Lambs and Halloween's. Um, yeah, but I think that I don't know something about the two actors. I just really like them together. Um, there is it Farmia Farmiga. Uh, how do you say it? I don't know. Um, her and Patrick Wilson. <laughs> her. Um, I don't really care at all about, uh, you know, the Warrens or whatever. 
Right. Um, I don't know much about them. I just like, this is like, it could honestly not be a true story because I'm pretty sure this is all made up. Oh, I mean, you know? yeah, there's definitely liberties that have been. But taken. like, that's not a detractor for this movie for me because I don't care or know about them at all. So it's just like two fictional characters, in my opinion. Um, sure. But I thought they they saved what would otherwise be a very boring movie, you know? Like, the scares weren't that good. Um, and oh, I agree. It was pretty un- uninventive, but you know, they have I, really good chemistry and like they're just fun to watch. You know? I do so, agree with I, you. I think I think the the two main actors are the are the number one selling point of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like they do. Yeah, they've definitely hit their stride. Like know? I just care. I care about what happens to them. You know. I mean, to an extent. I don't know. Like the no. Okay. <laughs> You know um, what they say? If you like Insidious, you are gonna like Conjuring. Do they say that? No. It's Ron just, says the, the dude's in both of them, so you know. He's been in that dude. He's been what's his name? Patrick? What? Whatever. Patrick it is. Wilson. Patrick Wilson. I feel like he's been in a bunch of horror movies. Like he's famous. Lot. He's famously like in every movie, but not famous. That's like his thing. Right. He's like he's also, he was an Aquaman like. He's just in every movie. He pops up everywhere. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, he is in a bunch of movies. I'm looking at his. I like uh, Patrick Wilson a lot. Wasn't right. he in the uh, Phantom of the, the Opera? Right. Was he? I think so. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I, I know him from so many things, but yeah, he's like uh, one of those guys that's in fifteen thousand movies a year, and then <laughs> is, is still just. You Everyone's know, like, oh yeah, you know that guy. That guy who, yeah, you know, Patrick Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's one of those guys that you could pull up, put up a picture. You know, if you're trying to name the celebrity, and people go, "Ooh, oh man, the guy from Insidious." Watchmen? Oh no, you think about Conjuring? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I forgot he was in Watchmen. Yeah, oh, he was in Hard Candy. That's I love that movie. But anyway, um, moving, moving. This on. is not a Patrick Wilson retrospective. It should. It, should it be. might be. Stay tuned for July, where we do Patrick Wilson Month. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> but anyway, um so Ron, what did you think about this movie? Yeah, it was fine. Fine. I don't I mean like it was very uneventful for me. I mean like I've That's an interesting story. I, no, I I think the I think the the um uh, murder court aspect was interesting. How they were trying to, trying to, I guess not prove that he was innocent because he wasn't, but like at least, I don't know, tell the court that the devil, you no, know, the they 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 believe in God, but now they have to believe in the devil or some nonsense. What's, what's okay. the trailer line? Is that the trailer line? Right. Something like that. Yeah, something. Somewhere. Yeah, that's paraphrasing. Um, the one thing, okay, my biggest complaint with this was that storyline and how really? they kept well. I liked that story, but they kept emphasizing how it was a real story, you know? Mm, gotcha, gotcha. And then I would, like, take myself out of it and think about it in real life. And I was like, they better not get this kid off of murdering someone because he was possessed oh, by the sure. devil, you know? Well, I mean, he was white. Well, that's what's so funny. So I was, he was. But I was, like, rooting against what they were doing, that part of the story. But, like, if it was just fiction, I would have been rooting for them. But since it was a real story, I was like, they better not. Well, the you know? fields, like, it felt like a super like deflating ending, right? Because or, or that part anyway, because it's like they built the whole thing of we're going to get this kid off. I feel like that was never the case, though. Like, I felt like that was the plan is they're going to get this kid off because he's possessed. And then, you know, I mean, his lawyer was like, 
I, I don't know what you want me to do. Like but then it turned into a life and death situation. I wanted they to saved hear that his life, and that was that they fast forwarded through where she's like. They, they go they i like the scene when they go talk to the the warrens go talk to the lawyer and they're like well, well why don't you come over for dinner and meet annabelle and then we'll convince you cut to oh, she's sure. in court like no i want to see what happened <laughs> i want to see the yeah. lawyer get convinced because i'm not convinced but um yeah i yeah, the scares weren't great either the, the they're all were just pretty forgettable whatever um yeah i don't know man i, I didn't like it really and this I is the like first it. one that james wan didn't do I should say that. I like James Wan a lot. Um, Same. I think it uh, looked pretty. Oh, you can say that after you dumped on Conjuring One and Two. I I never saw two. Okay. He said, "If you like Conjuring, you're trash." That's exactly what I said. That is what he said. Yeah. I rewind the tape back. Yeah, play it back. Play it back. Um, Yeah, I thought it looked great. Well, his James Wan's highest rated tomato movie is uh, The Conjuring. Oh. That is surprising. Not Furious Seven, which is what you would expect. <laughs> oh boy, or Saw One, but whatever. Anyway, um, I think. Uh, okay, can we talk about the ending really quick? I thought the ending was really bad. Yeah, go ahead. What's up? What did you? I, what, the, what ending? You mean the, what like, part of the ending the, didn't you like? The 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 our love is what makes us. I liked it. It was a little hokey, oh, but I thought, the, I thought yeah, I didn't it was. Care about none of that. Why are you so I cynical, think... Michael? I'm not. I just feel like that's like the 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 trope, the stereotype of it was inside of us all along. Yeah. I agree, Michael. I didn't. I didn't care for it. No, it's just bitter old cynics. <laughs> it made them stronger. They got through that whole end sequence because of their connection to each other. It was cute. I did like the the big zombie monster that came like waddling the bloated lake zombie yeah Yeah. Yeah, that was lady (laughs) yeah that was pretty good that was i think that was the creepiest uh visual in the movie was when patrick wilson goes downstairs and is in like the morgue thing or whatever the morgue thing yeah and there's like the you know bloated he had to walk his crippled self across the thing to do the thing exactly i liked how twisted that little boy got when they were doing the exorcism that was that 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 looked really good I will say yeah. that kid looked like he was really doing it. It was this isn't like um, exorcism of Emily Rose stuff where they had to like you know or most exorcism movies uh, maybe not anymore but like where they have to get a person who can physically do the weird stunts. Yeah, it was a CGI. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, obviously, like it, this kid would have been <laughs> dead. Um, but it, it looked really good. That was pretty impressive, actually. Uh- I agree though that and the main, the big bad of the movie wasn't like at all scary to me. It was like that's a weird choice, you know. And I thought the way the priest went out was sort of lame too. I'm tired. Okay, how he go out? I don't even One last criticism. Got, got I'm tired of the that. the trope of the priest like arriving to the house with like the foggy background with the hat. It's like what stop. The, like again, oh it's my in god, every I movie. wanted to, I wanted to bring that up. It's like I forget uh, I mentioned it. Like, so is it. it is it that they're showing reverence to the exorcist? Yes. Is yeah, like, of course. Dude, you don't need to. It's the. They literally did that in one of the Annabelle movies too, and I was like, okay. He's got the hat on. It's got the same. It's enough. It's like, relax. <laughs> it's like you don't need to put over the Exorcist. It's like referencing Star Wars. Every you're not you're not cool. <laughs> it's like reference Exorcist three or something. You know, give make a cool reference no. to some. Not not one of the only two horror movies to win Best Picture. 
you know. Okay, you, know. you can reference something good, but it was just like too blatant to me, you know. Well, yeah, it was like, well, exactly. Well, it's it's like, the problem is that they the do poster. it all the time. Yeah, that is that is the if there's one thing you associate with the Exorcist, it's that image, right? It's the priest in the fog with the hat looking mm-hmm. up at the house. It's the poster, the DVD cover. They could have had that little boy throw up some pea soup or something, right? Come on, something new. <laughs> some pea soup. You speak in tongues, something. But yeah, I I also thought that I didn't I didn't like the priest. I thought he was, I don't know. The priest anyway. Was. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, do we want to rate this thing? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, Ron? A six? Six five? A two? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a six. <laughs> yeah, I'm also going to... It's gonna fine. I don't think it's worth... It was worth the I'd HBO give it a watch. Right, exactly. Worth an HBO watch. Um, I think... Uh, going That's what it's off for. Of, off of Rotten Tomatoes, right? A 60, it's either pass-fail, right? So I give it a pass. But the bare, the bare minimum pass. Yeah. Well, I give it a 9.9. 9. <laughs> 9.9. Okay. No, I give this a 7.0. Okay, okay so I think it is... Much better than us. I think it is definitely worth a watch, though. Um, especially if you have HBO because it's free and it costs you nothing other so than your HBO all, subscription. All the, hate, all the hate that I've already said, I also think it's probably worth worth your time. Like, what, I mean, what yeah, else I don't you think got? it is, though. Unless you've, like, already... It... <laughs> Bring this back to me thinking it was insidious. But if you've watched all the Conjuring movies, obviously, yes, watch this one. But, like, sure. if you don't care at all, whatever... But if you have taste and highly regard the Conjuring universe, then you should watch watch them all. They're all on HBO. Go watch them all. I think in a different year, this is a much more forgettable movie. Almost there. I think in 2019, you just, I wouldn't have even. It would have came up like normal. Yeah. Most deaf. Right. But like in, in this current climate, give it a shot. That's all I got. And else to do. Sure. Yeah. Is that all we're talking about on the watch list? It's time to get to anyway. the news. Anyway. How climactic? Are we talking about, you so. want to talk about Sweet Tooth? Oh, Sweet Tooth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch it. I didn't get a chance to. <laughs> so, so neither did, neither did, did I. Me, me, oh, oh, cool. Yeah. So I watched so the Sweet Tooth. Good. It was cool. I think the first episode set up some interesting stuff in the world. Um, Have you read Sweet Tooth? I haven't read the book. No, okay. I haven't read the book at all. So this is all fresh to me. Uh, I'll keep watching it. I think it's like ten episodes. I think. No, you're not. Don't lie. Why watch it? Why are you lying? I'll watch it. No, I'll watch it. Don't lie. You're not going to watch it. Friends don't lie, Ron. Here's the thing. I'm not watching Jupiter's Legacy, so that's not happening. Yeah, it got canceled. Uh, yeah, I'm just not doing that. I think it looked bad. So I will watch this though because I I think this is uh, slightly interesting. Slightly. I did watch it with Ron. Um, I thought it was okay. There's only eight uh, episodes. That's good. At least you don't have to suffer for too long. Um, eight hours? What It's, I don't know. I, I was bored. It's about, the. it's a dystopian future, and there's like a little reindeer always. kid who's very annoying. Typical annoying a- child character. I think that's my biggest, like, detractor, is that I don't like things that are centered around a child, let alone an annoying child, you know? But, you lo- but yet you love the Babadook. Dang. That's centered around the Babadook, a gay icon. That's very different. 
Happy Pride if it, Month. <laughs> if it's not good by episode two, because they, they opened the world at the end of episode one. Uh, if it's not good by two, then I, I might I might stop it. But Tap I out. think it'll be a solid watch through. People are enjoying it. Yeah, I've heard good things. On the Twitters. I'm just predisposed to not liking that because I don't like... I just don't like the trope of child putting themselves in danger and adult helping them, you know? like Yeah. Yeah, didn't know. we just watch uh, uh, what a monster calls or what's that, that thing called? Ugh. I have no clue. Yeah, we, I, uh, I say just. We did it last year. All COVID time run, all this COVID time runs together. Word. No, I kill giants. I kill giants. That's what it was. Oh, I, that's not really any adults open. Uh, is it not? Uh, okay. No, I guess yeah, you have to watch them call it the, um, the teacher or whatever. Zoe Saldana. Yeah, yeah, her. So, so you no. skip, skip, sweet. I mean, look, like... check out the first episode if you don't care for it. You know, it has. Know. Yeah, I, I will say I'm in the minority of not liking it. A lot. It has very good reviews. So I thought it was fine. Right? So they're all out. Yeah, it's yeah. all out. People are enjoying it. So interesting. Well, let's get into the. New- oh wait, you know before the we talk about Loki. Let's talk about Loki. Loki. Okay, so this is a weird one for us. So it's like Loki comes out today, as of release day, but not recording Record day. day. So Tuesday. How dare they? So we're gonna be forever a week behind on Loki. Rude. I know. So you'll get to listen to our review to. T- <laughs> to it should be uh, Marvel Mondays. I should put them out on Monday. I know. Right? Oh my lord. Oh no! When, well, when you go sign up for Netflix uh, or Disney Plus, make sure you put a promo code on Candy so they know you want Marvel Mondays. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so I'm gonna ask y'all this question real quick. Yeah, let, when y'all watching it? When y'all watching it? Tomorrow. I don't know yet. Tomorrow. Tomorrow night. when? What time? Tomorrow night, fool! I gotta go into work early to fix the computers. You saw? <laughs> you, you saw? I uh, uh, I have the live sale tomorrow, so I'm not sure. It's a whole thing. This Dylan, this Wednesday stuff is, is really messing me up. The morning, I can't well, the do real that. Plan is watching in the morning. I'm not supposed to watch it alone, so it's like I don't know. Don't make me watch I'm, it alone. So I'll, t- I'll, I'll act like you that. didn't watch it in the morning. <laughs> okay, mom. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll lie. <laughs> watch it on my account. There you go. I uh, <laughs> so I would normally skip something that comes out on Wednesdays because that's opposite AEW. But for um, the next week or two, AEW is going to be on Fridays because of hockey or because of sports. Oh, interesting. interesting. So, no problem. I'll be watching Loki tomorrow night when I get home from work. Um, you think you're going to get spoiled? On day one? No. Uh, yeah, probably I will. Honestly. It'll be- I'd like to emphasize that Loki is not live, but the live sale is. So, like, you can watch Loki whenever. That is true. That is but, true. like, the live sale at 7 p.m., like, you got to tune in for that. Well, know? they have, Loki, have books? Loki books. Yeah, right. I got you. Yes, and the giveaway is a Loki book, Ooh. a classic, a classic Thor issue with Loki on the cover. Ooh, ooh! There you go. Look at your hot books. So uh, the maybe I'll just are... make. You know how we do a green screen? Maybe I'll just make it Loki episode one. <laughs> True, <laughs> just, uh, you, could, you could do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell Kevin to stop talking. I'm trying to listen to Loki. Yeah, yeah, basically. So, what are your? What can you guys pre-rank it? Oh boy, I think it's going to be really good. Honestly. I think it's going to be better than Falcon Winter Soldier, but not as good as uh, WandaVision. The first episode. Oh, the first episode? Oh, well, I don't know, man. Uh, I think the first episode will be great. I think we're going to get a big reveal. I hope we get Lady Loki or Kid Loki. That's all I want from this whole show. 
We're gonna you don't get... think we get? You don't think we're getting both? Mephisto. Well, I would like both, but like I would, I've learned to not expect a lot from Marvel shows. You know, in terms of I like mean, if universe the... changing, sea sea changes. So if like, we're oh, if we're reading reading the tea leaves, right? They do. They're setting up all the Young Avengers. Obviously, Kid Loki's in that, and then they're doing this graphic novel release on the last day of of the of the last episode of Lady Loki. This Lady Loki release. I'm just like, what, what more you want? To tell me, Marvel. Yeah, but then they put Billy, Billy and Tommy in WandaVision and then killed them in the last episode. So like, they're alive. I'm not gonna though. expect. You heard them? Maybe we'll see. But I'm just saying, I'm not. I'm not expecting no, things you. from these shows. I don't want to go in like that, you know? I got you. They are setting up the Young Avengers, though, so. Yeah, that's true. A little, a little sprinkle. I think we should phase out Tom Hiddleston, and this is the perfect way to do it, is to make him Kid Loki, you know, like they did in the comics? Yep. That way you could have Loki still around, but not Tom Hiddleston. Agreed. I love Tom Hiddleston, but, like, he's, like, old guard Marvel, and I feel like they're all being phased out, you know? Yeah, they definitely yeah. are. No, I don't want to see Loki gone, so I think he should just recast. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm excited I'm tomorrow. To it, though. I'm excited. I'm so anticipating is- a great first episode, better than Falcon Winter Soldier and WandaVision's first episode, but it's too early to say the whole series for me. Wow. So, Ron, you're watching it in the morning. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah, I'm going to wake up at 7 o'clock, baby boy. Easy. Watch this thing on a full blast. They're going to hear it from the room. No, <laughs> wake him up. <laughs> no, yeah, I am. I am watching it in the morning for sure. Excellent. So don't so don't come, come, in, come don't, talk don't, to me. Yeah, come talk to Ron about it. Don't come to Clear Lake and spoil me. I'm ready. Don't do it. Don't talk I'll, to me either. I'm gonna put a sign up. No Loki spoilers. <laughs> Loki, no gotcha. spoilers. Lo- gotcha. Loki, no spoilers. That's good. That's, That's good. good one. Good one, Dylan. Can you make that real quick and send it over? I'll print it out in the morning. Thanks. Yeah, we'll too. Just shop it up real quick. Anyway, um, let's get into the news. Dylan, what did you find on the internet this week? News, 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 news. 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 What's news. happening? It's a it's a jingle. We talked about it before the air, before we recorded. You don't remember? Was I here for that? Oh yeah, I remember. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I don't have a lot of news. I'm gonna get through it kind of quickly. Um, we got our first set photo of Shazam Fury of the Gods, which comes out in 2072. Uh, no, it comes <laughs> out June, June 2nd, 2023. Um, so we've got a new costume. Um, it looks a lot less uh, like hokey than the first one. He does, it doesn't look as like built-in muscly, you know? I think maybe they learned a couple lessons. Um, not as padded. Did you guys see it? What did you think? It looks good. Yeah. I still don't understand, like, I'm just going to say this every time we talk about it, I don't understand why Black Adam and Shazam 2 aren't the same movie. I don't, but, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. You think, you think Black Adam's going to be in this movie? If it is, it's a cameo, you know? I don't think it's, I just think, I just want to see a Shazam versus Black Adam, like, that's the movie, you know? Like, He's definitely what I see. not the villain of the movie, for sure. But I'm just curious if you think he'll, he'll pop up at all. I think there might be a little Black Adam cameo or something, you know? I think After so. credit scene, something like that. Like they did with that worm in Shazam 1. Um, let's see. Then we got some... Our first look, our first official look at Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. It's like a 
some key art that they gave to the cast and crew, everyone who worked on the movie. And it, it is a, it's not a photo. It's a drawing by Michael Cho. That's his name, right? Mm-hmm. The artist. He's a comic book artist. Um, he's cool. Um, and it has Doctor Strange, America, Wong, and Wanda, Scarlet Witch on it. Um, I thought it looked really good. Doctor Strange looks like he has more of like a little bit more of a comic accurate costume. Mm-hmm. Um, America's got her, literally her comic look. She looks cool. Got Wanda in the back and Wong pretty heavily featured. So I don't know. It looked really cool. I'm, I don't know if I'm like reading into this, but it looks like Wanda is not the villain based on this art. I agree. She like looks like they the, look like they're a team. Yeah. Right. So I think that. I feel like that's literally what everyone's been saying about Doctor Strange before WandaVision even came out. Like, oh, she's going to go crazy in WandaVision and then she's going to be the villain in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Like, yeah, that was that the, somehow uh, became the narrative and that's what everyone regurgitated. But I'm not sure that's what's happening. So we'll see. We will see. But I'm glad to see America so uh, prominently featured because I, I thought maybe she'd be like a minor character. Like some sort but, of a side thing. Yeah, but I don't know. She looks pretty heavily featured here, so... I don't know. I'm very excited. This is my one of my most anticipated Marvel projects coming up. When is this supposed to be out? Next year sometime? Um, 2084, I think. Oh, yeah, 2084. 20, I thought it was 2074. Not that bad. I could be wrong. I get my decades mixed up. You know? Oh, yes. Um, it comes out, I think, 2022. Uh, okay. It just finished filming a couple months ago. Um, or a month ago. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 news. This is the animated one, in case you don't know. Um, Jessica Drew is going to be part of it, and Issa Rae is going to be voicing her. Excellent. Super exciting, dude. That's That's awesome. I like Issa Rae a lot. I like Insecure. I like... What was that movie that came out during the pandemic with her and Camille Nanjiani? Oh, Camille? Oh, that movie's so good. That was good, too. I forget the name of it. It's a good movie. Um, The Lovebirds? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Um, so she's cool. Um, I think it's cool that Spider Woman's black. I think it's like I, I like the uh, I like the race bending here. Yeah, I, it definitely it doesn't seem like anything that's out of left field or inappropriate. Yeah, it doesn't feel like stunt casting or anything. You know, no. it's just like I think. Do you think this means that they will like carry that through to the live action Spider Woman movie that Olivia Wilde's doing? Um, no, I, 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 I have mixed feelings about it. I don't know. I feel like Marvel would like MCU Feige would for some, like, just to keep things consistent, but I forget we're talking about Sony and they don't really care about that. So maybe she won't. Guess we gonna find out. Huh? Cause. <laughs> yes. Yes, we might. Oh man. Um, well, who talky talky walkie walkie? What's up? We got uh, you all good, Dylan? We might be having some problems. All right, well, the headphone don't work. You know what? We'll move on a little bit. Um, so, I do my news. Let's see. I, I can get through Dylan's a little bit here. Um, there's going to be a Cruella sequel uh, in the works um, with this with the writer and director set to return alongside Emma Stone. That's what we That's I mean, yeah. That's, I, yeah. That's good because I mean, I mean I haven't seen it yet, but everybody says it's good. You know? <laughs> no, this this is gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, if they if they do a second one, it's gonna be real good. 
especially how uh, the first one ended ended on a on a good little note. So, um, it's gonna be dope. I, I I need to watch this movie. You um, do. You really do. So thirty dollars, dog. I I'm thinking about it honestly. Um, you good? Let go. I was uh, I good. Use for you. We're we're on to your next one after Cruella. Okay. Cool. Wow. Okay. Wait. Dylan sounds different now. Do I? Yes. Yeah, you're a little louder. No, you sound like you're in a hallway or something. Okay, what about now? Oh, there you go. Okay, sorry. I'm having some AP issues over here. Wow, in in the in the B studio? Who in knew? B studio. Um, I'll take over for Dylan while he's figuring out his stuff here. Um, Loki head writer says to quote, expect the unexpected when it comes to surprise character cameos. See, here we go. They're already out here with this foolishness. Um, I mean, so it's Mephisto, right? Yeah, yeah, it's Mephisto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I mean this probably this is probably the kid Loki, right? Uh, well, but that's Loki, but so. that's expected. Expect the unexpected. Is it though? Is it expected? Yes. You don't know. Oh. Dylan don't even know which one he gonna get. Dylan Dylan knows he's gonna get both. He said he's not gonna get none of them. So yeah, no, I mean that's I don't I can't. It'd be crazy if we see Thor. Like that'd be kind of dope. I know, I know. That's a, some speculation. Is that we'll see Chris Hemsworth in this, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, that'd be super cool. Um, I can't think of anyone else I would see in this show, um, unless they do like some well, small like Avengers cameo. You wouldn't oh, yeah, expect it, Ron. They could do a small uh, Avengers cameo, but it'd be like B footage from the three movies they were all in together. Yeah, in true. Um, there is a first look at um, Jensen Ackles as in the boys as Soldier, Soldier Boy. Boy. Tell him. You! Uh, it's, I like, that's, it's I've been waiting for that all week. It's amazing, <laughs> dude. Uh, I hope boy. they play... I hope, I hope they're calling any, Soldier Boy like, hey, him, right? yeah. like, hey, Soldier Boy, can we use your music, please? For, the, <laughs> for like 15 seconds, this like, intro to this character. You know Soldier Boy needs to get paid? He's trying to sell no, he just, cubes or whatever he just made a game. <laughs> What's he doing? Selling a game yeah, cast? Some, some game cast or whatever. Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, yeah, man. no, this is cool, man. I like Justin Eskels. I'm, I'm yeah, glad he more work. Costume looks good, but... Um, yeah, he looks solid. We, all, we only got a couple more here. We got uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um... Tenno Huerta, uh, rumored to be playing Namor in the sequel. So that is exciting to get an FF character, because Namor has always been like tied to FF rights. Right. So that's why we've never had Namor anywhere. Um, so that would be a good fit, actually. I would love to see Namor in a Black Panther movie. That's a good in for him. Yeah, like, most definitely. They've always got like classic beef. Like I always beef. loved it from the... Um, see, it's weird. Me Avengers. and Dylan were talking about it this morning. Um... It's it's weird. I don't know if they're gonna have a Black Panther in this movie. Right. And he normally has beef with Black Panther. Obviously, it goes bigger. You know, Wakanda right. and a uh, uh, what is what's the people? What's Namor's people called? I already forgot. The, the Atlanteans. Atlanteans. Thank you. Um, yeah, they they obviously wage war and stuff, but right. Uh, yeah, normally the beef is Namor and T'Challa. Well, maybe Namor shows up trying to trying to throw hands, and they're like, "Hey, wait, T'Challa's gone. 
or you know mm-hmm. whatever yep, and, that's, and that's how the story goes in is that's how mm-hmm. we introduce it because you got someone trying to throw hands but the child that and then they introduce it this way and then they recap the chala no can you hear me at all oh uh, yeah we hear yeah, you yeah we hear you okay i'm gonna have to have bad audio i'm sorry yikes that's okay Dang. is this okay Boy. or yeah. should, I, should we restart like no, it's I fine. in the meeting okay no no, no you're fine for some reason when i select my microphone as like my mic that i have here the audio goes out and i can't hear y'all anymore oh that's doesn't make any sense yeah, weird. that's a that's a nice i love that for me i guess um, i could talk and not listen just, to y'all <laughs> right <laughs> just just record it like it's the simpsons Dylan, i could yell from yell from the other room i can just yell at yeah you. you'd hear ron um but so we're almost done with your news dylan um there's a dc cool. league of super pets oh i guess you could do this you're back uh dc league of super pets teaser has been released with uh keanu reeves kevin hart kate mckinnon and more uh joining the cast and uh dwayne the rock johnson is going to be crypto the super dog did you watch this teaser ron i know dylan watched it because he i did not I, I missed it oh it's, it's just names it's like a little yeah, I I'll mean, watch it right it's, now. it's, it's but, not but like get, a little teaser. It's not yeah, a trailer. you get a little picture of crypto at the very, or not like little visuals for crypto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has a. Yep. I mean, this is a great cast. It, I mean, it's a voice cast. Like, I mean, they're all like. Yeah, you, know, you can get a listers to come in for a day and record something. Exactly. So I don't know. But what I like to look, Natasha Leon. I want. I want to see who she's voicing. Um, Jokerfish. Do y'all actually care though about Superman? No, not at all. No. Okay. Now, if it was Pet Avengers, I'd be. Oh well, yeah, I'd be. Yeah, it. it'd be Lady. Yeah, I care about it. I just feel like they never do anything with the pet uh, Super Pets. Yeah. So at least not a recent. I'm hoping it's not like a Teen Titans Go situation. You know. Oh, you know. It could it be now. good. I love I love dog movies. So like, there's like where you know they're not gonna die. You know. So, like, sure. there's potential here. Unless this is, like, a crypto, death of crypto. Bro, um, story. that'd be lady. Don't, don't, don't be killing What animal though. would Doomsday be? Uh, a bear. It's a bear. Dang. Yeah. Wow, no one picked up on my... Dylan, you going to do your last story? So, literally, just the last one left? Yeah, that's okay, it. Cool. Unless you want to um, talk about any of these other ones. You want to talk about, uh... Soldier Boy, tell um, them. Yeah, let's just cycle back and get my take on all of them, and then Michael can cut it and put like put exactly. it in place. Okay. Even though your audio will be uneven based on <laughs> when. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So let's do that. Corella two. Yay. Loki. I have no expectations. The boys. The costume looks cool. Um, we made a Soldier Boy joke. Uh, oh. Oh. Okay. You know, Sorry, I missed that. It's okay. And Ron. Maybe this is the first one I can go back and listen to. You know. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Black Panther casting, cool. Namor. Did you, Ron? Did you ask Michael the question I asked you in the car? No, I was going to. Then you popped back in. So, what, what was so the I pressure? ruined it. What? This might be just me. Although it's not. I looked it up. What race do you think Namor is in the comics? Like, what have you? What do you think I've, of him as? I've uh, white, honestly. From okay, that's what Ron said too. Yeah, I said the same thing. I've, I, I mean, don't know I, why. I've always thought of him as like East Asian. And then I looked up like Namor fan cast and like they were almost all Asian actors. And so like I'm not alone here, but like that's just how I've always pictured him for some reason. And I can't explain it because he's an, uh, you know, Atlantean. There's no 
I tried to look up name or ethnicity, and it was like he's an Atlantean, half human, and I was like, okay, it's not what I meant. I mean, if anything, he should be Italian, right? Because Italian, well, because it's, it's it, Namor is Roman, spelled backwards, so Namori. Namori. But what's your last story, Dylan? Logani. Um, <laughs> Logani. Uh, the Bat the Batwoman show is still coming out. Uh, I haven't watched it since season one, but I want to catch up on it. And uh, this Luke Fox has been in the show since the beginning, but now he's suiting up as um, Batwing for the first time. And I think the costume looks pretty cool. It I'm does. They're doing it. So what I just found out today, the guy who's Batwing, he wrote a Batwing story that came out today. Today is in yesterday. Did he really? He wrote a story in Urban Legend, Urban Batman, Urban Legends number four oh, about Batwing. Awesome. So it's super that's cool. cool. I was Why like, wouldn't they market it that way? I have no clue, but that's amazing. Come on, DC. Yeah, they mess it make up. Make it make sense. That's super dope. I, but they can't make awesome. it make sense, though. So good for you, Cam- Cameras. 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 Johnson, good for you. Well, thanks for filling in. I'm, I'm glad I was able to bookend my news. <laughs> yeah, right. It's pretty cool, yeah. You know, it, it honestly works pretty well with the way we do the news now, like that I can, we could just look look at each other's news. Right. See, it finally paid off. See? And and I finally figured out how to reorder my uh, articles in Flipboard. So, oh, oh, for real? You just don't do them in order? That's interesting. I just go down the line and put them in order the way I want. Oh, no. I put them all in as I see them throughout the week, and then I reorder them. Oh, yeah, no. I do them, like, Monday night and just put them all in order. Wild. That's what we'll do now. Uh, I do comics. Uh, There was a bunch of comic announcements, and I'll go through those quickly uh marvel announced the death of dr strange um it's gonna be a four issue a mini series uh sorry five issue mini series by jet mckay and uh lee garbett so that's cool that's coming out in september um marvel announces the new venom series which is going to be written by al ewing and ram v uh and art by brian hitch which is interesting um the weird on the on pairing. the flip it is a weird pairing on the flip of that um they announced the new hulk series which donnie cates is taking over for that with the art uh by ryan otley so that's super cool can i can i just complain about one thing real quick of course ahead, i don't what like how i don't like how donnie cates and al ewing are just swapping characters just doing books yeah like literally he's taking al ewing's book and he's taking donnie cates book like i feel like they really made them like those two titles big when they weren't before. So I would right. like to see them go off and do other things. So it's like weird. Hulk and Venom have been the big Marvel books the past couple of years, and that's how it's going to be still. And now you know? that's how it's going to be, yeah. It's no, still going to be Hulk and Venom. They've all written the same books too. Like Al Ewing's writing Guardians now. Donny Cates was writing Guardians. Like it's weird. Like they're just all just like changing and writing the same books. It's pretty interesting. I was anyway. thinking based on this, who I would want Donny Cates to write. And I think... I like. I think it'd be cool if he did like a Scarlet Witch, like a Wanda book. I don't know. Cause he did Doctor. He did a good Doctor. Strange he did Doctor book. Strange. Yeah, that was really. And there's good. still somehow no Scarlet Witch book. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. What's I'm, happening? I'm sure one's coming out anyway. soon. Um, Marvel announces the Inferno. Uh, the first look of that. Uh, Mark Brooks did a connecting cover. Uh, that's really pretty. Uh, it's tying in the House of X and Powers of Ten. Uh, it's coming all of our answers will be answered September <laughs> I mean uh, hey, all of, it's gonna all be of our answers will be questioned uh-huh that too uh, oh. it's gonna be five inches long uh I think 
Is Fargo too long? Is Hickman leaving after this one? I have no clue. Uh, I hope not. I do uh, love X-Men, those. X-Men's been covers, the best it's ever been in the last 10 years. Yeah. So who knows? He's probably done, though. Um, Zoop launched. Oh, yeah. I saw that. So, yeah, Zoop is a all-in-one crowd crowdfunding source uh, for comics, specifically. I meant to look into this uh, more to see what it actually is, like, for comics creators and stuff. I'll give y'all an update next week. We've been going for way too long, so I'll do that next week. <laughs> On to the gaming news. Uh, this week is E3 week, starting We're gonna be Thursday week. with summer, Summer's Game, starting Thursday with Summer's Game Fest. So, you will be getting a bunch of news next Wednesday. Uh, mostly all gaming news. But uh, Dark Horse Comics announced a new gaming division today, yesterday, five days ago. Uh, it's called Dark Horse Gaming. Gaming? Gaming? Uh, basically, it's going to take all their properties and make them into video games at some point uh, to some degree. Uh, there is already something in the works, but we do not know what it is yet. So there you go. Okay. So that'd be cool. So I mean, you'll Hellboy. see it'd be Hellboy, Sin City, 300, Umbrella Academy, Polar, uh, Lady Killer, uh, Emily the Strange, Usagi, Yojimbo, and Resident Alien, and a ton of Dark Horse books. So I think you, I think you cool. could have a fun uh, Usagi game. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, like you some, can, some of these games thing, could uh, be real cool, depending on how, what they are and how they want to do it. But they're they're not doing it in-house. They're you know talking to developers and of course making games that way, which is probably the better way. Um, the E3 E3 2021 schedule was revealed. There's a bunch of stuff happening. I'm not going through all that. Right. There's a lot. Um, <laughs> they are doing an awards show though, which is super cool. I think this is their their first awards show, which is super dope. Uh, and then last bit of news: uh, God of War got delayed to 2022. They need more time in the game. Man, Dang. who knew? Who knew? I'm not. Nobody was actually surprised. Has a game ever come out on time? Uh, yeah, but nobody. Uh, what's on time though? Yeah, right. Like from the the first date they gave you, that's when the date. That's when the not, game came. Out. Unless unless they gave it to you like super late, like the date super late. So it's what's like, the hey, point? Cool. I don't uh, know. So the so the GameStop get hype pre order. Pre-orders, yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. investor money, blah 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 blah. It's, you know. Yeah, they're like in Q two, God of War comes out like that. Right, right, got it. But yeah, uh, that's uh, that's all my news. Yeah, I'm really quick this week. That's all well. you got. That's it. All right. That's all well, I I have a few stories, but that most of them are very quick. Um, so let's get to the wrestling stuff. Some big wrestling stuff happened uh, this past week. Um, WWE let go a bunch of people. Um, they've been doing this. They've been keeping up with this at all. They've been they've been letting people go with big contracts uh, over the past year, even though they're reporting record profits. Um, so the speculation has been that they're going to sell the company. Uh, that seems very unlikely. Vince McMahon doesn't do anything else. This is like his entire life. But that is the big. That's the big. Uh, the big rumor is that they're going to be selling WWE. Um, to you don't think he will? Man. He's getting up there, right? He's, he's old. He's old, I mean, right? He's old, but like, he, this is all he does. And it's all he's ever done. And, it's and I, don't, I assume none of the children are going to take over for him. Well, I mean, so Stephanie McMahon still is like head of, she's like COO or something. Right. And she's married to Triple H, who's head I mean, of yeah, man's Man's 75. Right. So he has to retire at some point. Uh, he does, I guess. But I, I would imagine that 
I don't think Shane has any sort of designs on becoming Vince. I think right. that's. I think if it's going to be anybody, it's going to be a son-in-law Triple H. Um, sure. If anybody, if not, yeah. if not, they sell it. Then and then what happens? I don't know. That's a whole other thing. But the biggest names that they let go were Braun Strowman and Alistair Black. Um, Alistair Black um, looks like he might be headed to New Japan, but we don't know for sure. Um, so there's some. I stuff. assume most of those cats are just gonna go to one of the other ones. Well, AEW, whatever, you, whatever. So the thing with AEW is like they've been t- they have been picking up some of the WWE releases, but not everybody because sure. I mean, they yeah, can't take they everybody. Can't, they also can't do it like TNA did back in the mid two thousands. It's like, oh, everyone who gets released can come over to TNA, and then that's how your sure. roster gets that's too big sure. and whatever. But um, I would love to see Alistair Black come over. Um, so two more wrestling stories here. Um, I mentioned last week or two weeks ago, um, one of my favorite independent guys, Leo Rush, uh, showed up uh, at the AEW pay per view, Double or Nothing. Um, he was a former WWE guy who quit because of bullying and hazing, and they ignored him uh, when he reported it. Uh, and then, well, it looks like he has just announced his retirement because, uh, oh. yes, he is 27, and his uh, he receives, he has sustained an injury at, the, at that debut, uh, and he separated his AC joint, and he has decided that he's done with wrestling so um so not career ending he's just like no nah, yeah good, i mean he's also trying to be a rapper too so like um, oh, word. Yeah, yeah, but he said he said he's still gonna have matches he's gonna f- fulfill all his contractual obligations but he says he's cool which is too bad um and then in final wrestling news um in uh new japan pro wrestling they're in a bit of a weird situation because their heavyweight champion um will osprey uh Got a serious injury and they had to vacate the title. Ron, as a person who's watched wrestling, you know that never happens. They don't just like, okay, no one's a champion now. You know, yeah, like, that's yeah. It just doesn't that you, you know he was hurt, so they had to have a match for it. And Shingo Takagi uh, got the belt, and Shingo. That's weird is, that they just let him keep it and just like. Well, because he's gonna be out through. for like a year or more. Oh, oof. Well, it's a neck injury. Like he's oof. he's done for a long time. So oof. Shingo Takagi won the championship, which is a big deal. He's never held it before. Um, he's very well respected, so that's very cool for him. Um, good to see them not just give it to put it in a safe place. Someone who's had it before, some you know, sure, sure, trying sure. it on a new guy. But anyway, let's get to some gaming news real quick. Um, Marvel has announced a new tabletop RPG. <gasps> um, yes, so a Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons esque, you know, pen and paper RPG, dice, the whole deal. Uh, it's going to be coming out in 2023. Yeah, dog. Um, <laughs> that's still super dope. Yeah, there's going to be a playtest rulebook next year with a complete Ooh, game get that, in 2023. You know I will. Um, so it's going to be um, written by the game designer Matt Forbeck, um, who, as a game designer, has done D&D Endless Quest, which are the young adult choose-your-own-adventure books. Um, he wrote the shotguns and sorcery system. He's worked on the Marvel Encyclopedia, um, vid- a few video games, and then the novelizations of Rogue One and Minecraft Dungeons. Oh, cool! Well, not, but well, interesting. It's like not like the strongest TTRPG yeah. credits. Sure. Know? It's so it's interesting. It seems like they're doing this for a younger audience, is what yes. it sounds like, and. Yeah. 
and they're calling the they're having a brand new system they're calling the so D and D runs on the D twenty system. Call of Cthulhu runs on a D one hundred, based on the number of dice, right? Um, they're calling this the D six one six system. Yeah, uh, dog. Um, they're describing it as accessible and easy to learn for newcomers. Um, they've offered no explanation as to what the D sixteen D six one six does, other than your attributes will be might, agility, resilience, vigilance, ego, and logic. Um, there's going to be all sorts of characters that you can play as pre-made or you can make your own, um, of course. Now, there is a previous Marvel Super Heroes role-playing game, two, really, but one that was relatively recent, came out in the mid-2000s. Um, and it was, was it any good? Uh, it's fine. Um, it, it was very cinematic in play because it's really hard to make um, a super-powered role-playing game when the superheroes always win because you, you have to make it not about combat um, yeah. because it's it's just not the same um and the previous one was all right though there was one from the 70s that was very in-depth and complicated and not, I, some people liked it i just it's not for me but so marvel heroic role-playing was the old one came out in 2012 um and it's fine i've played it once um it's a lot of like rolling to see how cool you do stuff and you can describe your actions and um it's fine i expect this will be kind of similar to the star wars system which is like a passing you're not rolling to hit a number you're rolling to pass or fail you know you're or like so there's like degrees of success is what i am expecting out of this but either way, you please believe we will be running events for this at Bedrock all the time. I'm excited. Yes. Um, yeah, keeping with gaming news, there's two new D&D books that got announced. Um, two? Two. Um, Magic the Gathering, Strixhaven, the new, the most, second most recent, no, most recent set, um, is going to get a new campaign book furthering the Wizards of the Coast crossover. Um, this book is going to be called um, A Curriculum of Chaos. Strixhaven is like a... Uh, mage school thing um so that's cool they this will be the third um wizards of the coast magic the gathering DD book previously there's a guild master's guide to ravnica and mystic odysseys of theros and for free downloading they had plane shift ixalan so they're really uh leaning into this DD partnership uh and also we have the DD magic set c coming out later this year but for me i'm more excited about the next DD book called the wild i'm sorry the wild beyond the witchlight it's um uh, a pre-written adventure um set in the fey wild so you're gonna have a bunch of fairies a bunch of weird stuff and they just announced it it's got a really great looking alternate cover um so let's see it's gonna be the principal story designer is chris perkins who is fantastic um, they're not giving any real details on what's inside the book other than the cover and that it has to do with playing as a fairy, a hobgoblin, an owl folk, or a rabbit folk. So if you ever wanted to play as an owl, you can do it. Um, yes. Okay, so then um, we're moving into horror. Um, there's, not, there's a bunch of stuff here, but it's all pretty quick. Um, so we had a bunch of new trailers. Um, so... 
to the, for your straight to streaming trailers, you got um, one called Sun that's coming to Shutter next month, which I thought looked okay. Um, that's going to be on Shutter. Um, it's a mm-hmm. demonic kid movie. Uh, Dylan, did you watch that one? Yeah, I thought it looked good. Um, I don't know. I like. I, I have a feeling this is going to be. I like the trope in horror movies where one person is, witnesses something and then no one believes them, but at the end, like they're proven right. You know. Right. I have a feeling this is going to be that trope. So I like that. That's very satisfying like that. to me. The, the trailer. The trailer is pretty strong. Uh, the synopsis is: In Sun, after a mysterious group breaks into Laura's home and attempts to abduct, abduct her eight-year-old son. David, the two of them flee town uh, in search of safety, but soon after the failed kidnapping, David becomes extremely ill, suffering from increasing psychosis and convulsions. Following her maternal instincts, Laura commits unspeakable acts to keep him alive, but, sh- but soon she must decide how far she's willing to go to save her son. Um, it, I, I think it looks pretty good. Shudder has been doing really, really well lately with their, um, with their originals, so I'm, I'm here for that. Um, then there was a trailer for I think it's a Spanish movie um, called A Perfect Enemy. And this takes place um, in an airport. Uh, two, I have two um, aviation-themed uh, horror movies this week. <laughs> this is from Brainstorm Media, and it's director uh, Kike Milo, uh, who is a, who is Spanish. Uh, it's directing um, the movie called A Perfect Enemy, based on a novel of a similar name. Um, it follows an architect that has an encounter with a strange but chatty young woman at the airport and takes a sinister turn. Um, I thought the, the trailer didn't really tell you a, a whole lot, um, but I thought visually it did look pretty interesting. Um, check Agreed. out the trailer for that. Um, then another Shutter original that looked really strange uh, and doesn't tell you a lot, but has me intrigued. Um, is a movie called Mosquito State. It's coming to Shutter in August um, as part of Shutter's Summer of Chills lineup. Um, it's directed by Philip John uh, Ramza, and it is described as Cronenberg meets Kafka. And um, the synopsis is isolated in his austere penthouse overlooking Central Park, obsessive Wall Street data analyst Richard Boca sees ominous patterns. His computer models are behaving erratically as are swarms as are the swarms of mosquitoes breeding in his apartment, an infestation that attends uh, his psychological meltdown. So yeah, the, the, there's like a 40-second teaser online that's just really bizarre. And I'm going to pass on this one. <laughs> the, the bug's not going to do it for you? I don't like mosquitoes. Like, mosquitoes are a weird thing. And then, like, I feel like there's going to be a guy trapped in his apartment the whole movie dealing with mosquitoes i don't know it's not it looked it it was a very effective clip i will say that it was Um, like it makes me itchy just thinking about it it makes me think really strongly of creep show in the third act of creep show or the final act of creep show uh dylan or ron have i assume you've never seen it no so there's a you might have seen clips because there's a so creep show is an anthology horror movie um directed by george a romero and written by stephen king and the third one, or the final one, is called They're Creeping Up on You. And it's, um, it's this old miserly guy, played by an old actor named E.G. Marshall, who lives in New York City uh, in, in his upscale apartment that has become the hood. And he's very you know, rich and Howard Hughesy type, you know, guy. And it's, it's sort of like a race allegory. And he's paranoid about bugs and cockroaches and 
whatever. Oh no, I've seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the cockroaches keep coming into the movie or into the into his little apartment, and he keeps spraying him and killing him and whatever. But you know, he just can't get all of them. And then before you know it, he's overrun, and they're all over him and crawling in his mouth, and it's so gross. Yeah, I'm not about it. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't about it. Horrifying. And I'm sure I've told the story before, but I do love the the story about that George Romero talks about how they got all the thousands of cockroaches they needed for the scenes. Um, it's like we were gonna buy them, but those are Hollywood roaches and those are expensive. Uh, so we went to Trinidad, went to some caves, and scooped them up in a box. Ew! They're like they're like we were standing a foot deep in roaches. It's like we had to rubber band our pants legs so that they wouldn't come up. Nope. Nope. You couldn't yeah, pay me enough yes, money. Yeah. I mean, everybody has a price, baby boy. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's fair enough. But I'm I'm here for um for that. Um. So then we have two um theatrical trailers. We have one for the movie we talked about a couple of weeks ago from Neil Blomkamp, uh, Demonic. Um, the mo- movie that he is following up, uh, the disappointing Chappie. Um, this movie is going to be coming out. Um, <laughs> Well, just, I'm disappointed to him because, you know, that, we talked about it in that article, right? That he was like, uh, he poured his heart and soul into Chappie. He thought he got everything right and people just hated it. Um, so this yeah. is coming out um, August 20th. Um, the main character is a girl who's been estranged from her mother, Blomkamp, told Entertainment Weekly. During the course of a film, she gets sort of reunited with her mother. and We learn about some crazy backstory. Uh, oh, that's not the synopsis. Um, the synopsis is a young woman unleashes terrifying demons when supernatural forces at the root of the decade of a decades old rift between mother and daughter are revealed. I thought the trailer looked really strong. Um, I really dug this. Uh, Neil Blomkamp can do horror very, very well. I know he's That's typically done dope. like the sci-fi stuff, but it's always had like that horror bend, like District Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it looked really good. I I think this looks really excellent. Yeah, it's solid. I'm, I'm excited um, for it. Oh, I forgot to mention it earlier with uh, on, uh, what was that one? On A Perfect Enemy, the, the movie that I was mentioning the, from the Spanish director. The guy who's directing it wrote The Orphanage, which I really like. Um, we oh, talked nice. about that recently, yes. right? Uh, I think so. Um, and then the last trailer is Blood Red Sky. So this is an interesting movie to me. This is a Netflix original horror movie um, that takes place on an airplane and it's about a woman who has to out herself as a vampire as the plane is getting hijacked by terrorists. Yeah, they threw me for a whole loop. I was like, hold on, wait. Right. Um, it's she, injected, she injected herself with something or something, someone got injected at some but, point. Yes. I was uh, like, are the robbers turning them into vampires? It's a, it's a German slash English horror film. Uh, and it's the premise sees a woman on a transatlantic flight forced to out herself as a vampire to protect her son and those aboard the plane from hijackers. This I'm is about a, it though. This trailer is weird. Um, I'm about it. I, I'm a, yeah, I'm definitely about it. It comes out July 23rd. I will definitely be watching it. Go watch this trailer. Uh, it's definitely worth a look. Interesting, yeah. Yes. Um, I, love a, I love plane movies. Me too. We talked about, plane, we didn't we talk plane about setting. We talked about plane. last week. We talked about Red Eye, right? Yeah, we Red talked Eye. about Red Eye. Kelly yeah. Murphy. Um, so wait till plane month when we plane we month. do that we're, next. We're oh, airplane. Oh, that'd be no. We do. Uh, oh no. Go so ahead. We do snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane. Then Red we Eye. do. Um, nope. 
Uh, no. Pixar is planes. We do Soul Plane. Soul Plane. <laughs> this movie is something else. I'll pick the yeah, last. That's it. No, it's Airplane. Perfect. We just do Airplane. Yeah, we just yeah, do sure. Airplane four weeks in a row. I don't know what that is. Of course you don't. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, you don't need to. Honestly, I don't think you need to watch Airplane at this day and age. If you haven't seen it, you don't need to see it. I would love Airplane. Is that the... the... It's, a, it's a slapstick comedy from... Yeah, it's a comedy, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 I picked the wrong day to quit sniffing glue. Is the uh, one of the one of the lines from the thing? Anyway, yeah, it sounds um, real funny. Short, yeah, it's it's hilarious. Out of context, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's it's uh it's all right. Anyway, um, Sony and Blumhouse are revving up to reboot Stephen King's Christine, um, which is uh, a a great uh, great uh, title of the article. There, you get it because Christine's a car, so they're revving up. Uh boy um so yes deadline reported that uh the hannibal and star trek um discovery creator um is going to be is in the early stages of writing the script um and will make his feature debut um as brian fuller sorry i should have said um and we'll keep the 80s setting so um that's good i hope as brian fuller writes writes good stuff but it's a car. Like right, I know. I've actually so, seen the eighties movie and like it doesn't it didn't do it for me. No, Christine is not very good. The 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 movie How do you make it good? You have to make it very campy, I feel like. So yeah, I don't know. Do you go full campy and silly? Yes, you or... have to. Cause I think like if you then when you try to make a, a realistic uh Was Christine this, original one good? it's campy. It's okay. I've never it, seen it. I think it's only worth your time if you it's it's not honestly i'm just hoping it's not like they don't make it like updated to where like it's a smart it's like a oh god tesla and someone's like, like remotely controlling it or something like don't no, do that's, that. gonna, that's gonna be it, it no because no. it says no it says it says here that he's gonna keep it in the 80s okay. okay well then you can't i don't know i feel like i stand by what i said you have to make it very campy um We'll we'll see more on that. Um, he's currently on the writing in the writing process, so we'll never see this movie. We won't see it for a, a number of years, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, I mean, they still got all the COVID backlog to get through. Um, but my final bit of news here is a month early, um, or two months early, Amazon Prime Day. Uh, they just announced that they're going to be doing it on June 21st. So I'm super excited. I'm trying to get a laptop. So uh, ooh, get them. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that, uh, for all your robo vacuums. When is it? June twenty first. Twenty first, twenty second, twenty. That's like next next week. Normally they do it in August. Bro, I'm not excited about that. I ain't save up yet. Right. No oh, money. also, uh, Rick Sanchez is in Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, Rick, yeah, yeah. Also, how did you I not cover the, that, Ron? I forgot that. Well, I don't care about that. Whatever. God Country got announced. Uh, got picked up for a movie, so they're doing that oh you know what yeah you're right um god I country i did so have go one... go get your number ones if you ain't go got get it. it now before it gets more expensive graphic novels I go did get have... them before they sell out i had one more horror story that doesn't have a trailer that i forgot about rob zombie robert wolfgang zombie wolfgang. Uh, that's his middle name <laughs> or his fake his stage middle name um is going to be directing the monsters movie oh interesting um, they're doing Sher- a monsters movie yep um 
Sherry Moon Zombie and Jeff Daniel Phillips will be playing Lily and Herman Munster in the Rob Zombie penned film. We'll also uh, and star a bunch of other people, um, including Cassandra Peterson, who is Elvira. The casting is not fully confirmed at this time. Oh. Last we heard, Rob Zombie's Munster was set to begin filming in Budapest this May. But we've also heard rumblings about the movie being exclusive for Peacock. Cool. Rob Zombie has always been a, a Munsters fan. Uh, he did a drag... His, one of his big hits is called Dragula, and that's the name of their car. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> Last news, though. Cowboy oh. Bebop is coming out this fall. Yes. I forgot to talk about that as well. I thought y'all would have had it, but whatever. Yeah, they announced the, the composer yes, coming out this did. fall. That's Dope. very exciting. Exciting. Can't wait for I'm that. Excited. You know who's hyped for that is Matt, funny enough. I didn't. Yeah, no, I mean, I Cowboy Bebop's dope, dude. I didn't really watch how it. How widespread the, live, the fandom live of Cowboy Bebop. Oh, it's so. Will this wild. break the curse? I hope so. Uh, of live action anime? Will this be it the first good one? It has to yeah, be. Right? I hope so. But anyway. I, we, I didn't think. Def, whatever. That's we, uh, yeah, we, we got to. Yeah. <laughs> this is another long one. Let's Sorry go. Bye. Everybody. <laughs> Thank you bye, all so Ron. much for downloading us. Really appreciate all the support. Okay, well that was early. Okay, bye, this is Dylan. Hi Michael. We'll see you next time.